Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. Welcome to Woman Who Chat, and today I'm here with Jean Hamilton Ford, of Heart and Soul People. Welcome, Jean. Thank you very much, Sandra. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely a pleasure to have you here. L- just tell us a little bit about what you do, Jean. Oh, that's a loaded question. I do a lot of things. My priority thing that I do is I nurture connection and I cultivate relationship. And that's really what I do. So the people who work with me, the people who I choose to connect with, they're very much in the forefront of everything that I do. That's great. And your academy member, and mm-hmm. I've got to know you a little bit over the, the past few months. Um, obviously, you've got a disability mm-hmm. and you're, you're home-based. Yes. Uh, you operate your business from home, which we all did during the pandemic. Yeah. But you do that permanently. How does that work for you? Works really well, believe it or not, because people know uh, that I'm disabled. My clients know I'm disabled. People I meet quickly find out that I'm disabled. And everyone is fine because everyone's learned how to use it since the pandemic. Even before the pandemic, I was only online because I've been home now for since about 2011. So I've always used online resources to do anything. um, And it's really served me well. Yeah. How how challenging was that? I don't know about you, but, you know, before the pandemic, when I said to somebody, let's have a Zoom meeting, they all they went, oh, oh, no, I don't think so. Let's just meet him in face to face. Whereas the pandemic made that more acceptable and accessible. Mm -hmm. How how was that? How have you seen that change? I think that when I first started being only online and I would speak with people or email people and I would say, come on, let's get on a Zoom call so we can connect better. If I had any resistance to it, I would say, I really appreciate that, but I can't go out. And that would immediately dispel any resistance. And they would say, okay, let's pop on a Zoom call. We'll make, we'll figure it out. I haven't had anything more than that because We can meet face to face, but I can't let people in my house and I don't go out. So I have to do everything online. And that is seems to be really appreciated by people once they understand a little bit more about the reason I do things the way I do things. Yeah. And I suppose you've adapted over that period of time to the Mm -hmm. fact that you don't go out. Do you find it isolating at all or, or any do you have any challenges around that? Well, occasionally, but I think it's like any solopreneur, any business person. It's one of these things that you deal with, the loneliness and isolation of working on your own. It's not any more, and I don't think it's any less. Uh, I do have my husband here, so it's not like I'm totally alone, but he's not working in my business, and I am his caretaker, so I have to be mindful of my time and what I do and how I schedule things. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to mention this now because I think you've got the most beautiful accent. I could sit and listen to you all day. So tell us where you originate from, Jean. Well, I originate from Missouri. I was born in Georgia. These are both in the United States. 
and I've come over here since 2000. So I've been here for over 20 years now. Wow. What brought you to the UK in the first place? That guy in the other room, of course. (laughs) (laughs) You followed him. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. Yeah. When I talk to Scotsmen, they always say, oh, you married an Englishman for your sins. And it's like, "Uh, not really. But no, he's 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 okay. He is very creative. We get on like a house on fire. That's fantastic. And, you know, you've retained your accent, which is amazing. I think quite often when people move to new areas, I'm one of those people that catches people's accents. So if mm-hmm. we spent a long time talking to each other, I'd mirror your accent over time. I tend to pick up accents very, very quickly. So coming back to business, you know, you've you've operate your business online, you're growing your business, you've got your own podcast. What's sort of the biggest challenge been for you over the last 12 months, would you say? I'm probably going to tell you what a lot of other people do, Sandra. It's myself. Mm -hmm. I am my biggest obstacle because if I allow self-doubt and fear to creep in, if I think too much that I'm not going to be able to do this either because of my physical issue or because of the fatigue that I suffer, then I find that I automatically put up barriers. If I think to myself, yes, I might get tired. Let's think creatively about how to deal with that. Then I go into problem solving and solution focus mode. And that is more resourceful for me than it is to allow all of that other stuff to take over. So it's a conscious effort and a conscious choice. Yeah, I think sometimes we have to build in those mechanisms, don't we, where we, those coping mechanisms, so it yeah. distracts us from where we could go mm-hmm. if we gave in to those, you know, those that little voice on the shoulder, yeah. uh, you know, the imposter uh, coming in there. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's rare. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of women also do that. You know, it's all the self-doubt. It's all the fear of, of the what ifs. It's what if I can't pull that off? What if I don't have the energy to, you know, be able to maintain what I'm trying to accomplish? And really, I think there needs to be a lot of grace with that and a little bit of compassion because there's no failure. It really isn't. It's a learning curve. So if I don't maintain it, if I can't pull it off, to me, it's just another opportunity to do it differently next time. And I think it's lovely to hear you say that because I, I talk a lot to women and say, you know, it, don't be embarrassed to say it as it really is. We see so many of these people online that have got these so-called fantastic lives with these yeah. personas that seem everything's going well. And you think, you know, do you never fall over? Do you never have a bad day? And I've always said, I, I tell it as it is. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes it's nice to hear people admit, you know, we all have those what if days. We all have those, myself included, you know, I, I start something and I think, but what if nobody turns up? What if, what if this? And you can, and you can talk yourself out of things, but I have learned over time to put those coping mechanisms in place. Mm-hmm. And as you say, you know, you, you don't give in to it and it's a learning curve. It is. And it does take a lot of willingness to go and change the direction, change your focus to something a bit more supportive than it does to go ahead and and succumb to all of that. It's so easy to do, but it's really a waste of time and effort and you'll never get to where you want to go if you do. Exactly. So let's talk about the future. Ah, What have you got on the horizon? What, What have you got that's coming up that you're excited about? 
I'm excited about being able to reach out and touch the lives of over 30 million people in the future. And that's going to happen all through Zandra TV network. It's a state US thing, um, but she is fabulous. She is so supportive and she and I have had conversations and I am in her incubator program right now. It's 12 months of learning. Mm -hmm. Toward the end of that, I will be putting on six to eight different shows and yeah. be a producer for TV. And once that happens after that, hopefully I will be able to be an executive producer uh, and have my own things going on. That's the hope. We shall see what happens over time. This is another one of those things where when you look at the future, you think, oh my gosh, have I bitten off more than I can chew? <laughs> and it's like, no, just one step at a time, one step at a time. And of course, I've got more podcasts coming up. I've got the um, my podcast right now, Speaking in a Virtual World. I've got the Escape Pod coming up, which is also going to be on YouTube. So it's a podcast and a video cast, and it is just organic discussion with two of my most favorite people in the world and any guests that we have on who want to join in from time to time. Mm -hmm. It's a blast to do. And other than that, I have a book I'm writing, trying to get written, but I keep changing things in it because as I change, so does some of the context and the trajectory that I want to go with it. So it's a bit slower than what I want, but I'll get there because I've written books in the past. I know what I'm doing. It's just, I've got to discipline myself a little bit there. It sounds as if you've got an awful lot going on. You're certainly packing, packing a lot into your day if you've got all that on the horizon. It's all good fun. All good fun. I must ask you, Jean, what motivates you? I mean, what, what gets you out of bed in the morning? Oh, well, now there's one for you. Because what gets me out of bed in the morning is, first of all, thinking about not only the people I have in my life, but how many other people I can connect with in any given day. There are so many amazing people in the world. And I'll tell you what, some of the stories that I hear from people are just phenomenal. And then, you know, there are so many people in the world who just need someone to say, you know, it's okay. You don't have to beat yourself up. Just take it one step at a time and take a breath because, you know, life, it's whatever you want to make it. And the more people I connect with, the better, because I can connect them with other people I know. And there's so much joy in that. I love the power of connection and building those relationships. And that, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Building it is. relationships over time. Because you never know where one connection will lead you. You don't. But I am very, very honest. I am, I am not one to suffer fools gladly. So my connections are honest connections. It's not about someone connecting with me strictly to try to sell me on something. That's not where I go. It's mm -hmm. heart and soul people for a reason. And that means we get down to the heart and soul of things and we connect on a deeper level. I, I'm not one to just want superficial things in my life. I don't have time for that. Well, as much as I could talk and listen to your <laughs> voice, your, it's such a soothing voice. I, I don't know if it's the accent or your, it, it's just lovely to listen to. But as much as I'd like to talk to you all day, we don't have time. We will have you back again and speak Thank to you soon. But I ask all my guests to leave the audience with one tip or piece of advice mm -hmm. that you would like to impart? 
I think the best piece of advice I could give anyone, especially today with all the things going on in the world, is to understand that you can make your life whatever it is you want to. But you have to fill it with a lot of grace, a lot of compassion, and a lot of flexibility. So you can be resourceful and look at things in a more positive and supportive way. It will serve you very, very well. And I wish you all the best. Thank you, Jean. That's a lovely point for us to finish. Today, I've been chatting with Jean Hamilton Ford of Heart and Soul People. Thank you, Jean. Thank you very much, Sandra. It's been such a delight. Really appreciate it. Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey.